episode 137 of the Listen Up podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick. I'm taking the lorry. And Jordan. Yeah, so ripe Tuesday, it? Listening to a Water UK album. All right. Uh, this week we're going to be taking a look at Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, SIMBI uh, is the acronym, uh, by Little Sims, released in 2021. Really quick, if you want to keep up with the show, you can find us on Twitter at List.Podcast and on Instagram and TikTok, both at Pod. That's where we'll make any announcements regarding the show or merch. Uh, much like this week, if you, saw, if you follow the socials, you would have seen that Melodrama by Lord was pushed a week, stuff like that. We'll uh we'll throw out there on the social, so that's the easiest place to get information. Um, and yeah, you can you can also find those and the merch link and the playlists we make all at uh the link tree on the socials. Uh, the merch is also at interestpointproductions.com. But uh, so yeah, regarding the selection for this week, Jordan, why why did you choose this one for us to listen to? Um. So I have, I'm biting my nails a lot lately. Uh, are you nervous? Are you nervous? What are you nervous about? I think about? I just are have some anxiety. Don't be nervous. Have room in turpentine. About nothing really, like, in particular. Um, I used to do that, and then I, the but, once I started painting my nails, I stopped. Dude, I can't paint my nails because I only chew my the polish off of them. Also. See, see in my head, I was like, I can't ruin the polish, so I will have to stop chewing. And it helped me. So you just like gnaw on your fingers? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, just go much. for like the side. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, this was an album in 2021 that everybody Correct. said that was like amazing. Um, and so I haven't really listened to all of it, mm-hmm. but it was such a good album just from... Like, it, it, I feel like it was the bet. like, I kept looking at it for, like, album of, like, I kept looking at people's, like, album of the year list or, like, just online that does, like, you know, top 20, 30, 40, whatever. And this one was always on it, like, every single one, except it was probably the artist I knew the least on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, the Little Babies, the fucking J. Coles, like, all were up there. This is the one that I didn't know. And then I listened to a couple songs that I really enjoyed it. And so that's why I thought, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we could have some fun with this album. You know? Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, I think... Fair enough. Fuck, I can't even remember what my list was, but this was definitely, like... I think... Not not to give away too much, but I think if I had found this album the year that it came out, like, when it was winning all the awards in 2021, 2021 it probably would have been on my list of top albums in 2021. At least somewhere in the top ten, I think. The shit, well, shit yeah. banged hard, you know? Didn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, Little Sims. Wow. I mean, she's an artist who I knew Venom by her, and that was it for a while. And then we talked about this album at some point, like a few months ago. I don't remember. I checked it out a little bit. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. And then I was, I think I mentioned it last episode, uh, which we recorded so long ago, like so long ago. Um, and I mentioned that 
we were like after you go out like drinking for the night and then you're like all right we're gonna walk back to this person's apartment and that's where kind of like not really the after party but like the wind down phases like maybe some people smoke a little other ones you just start to come down a little bit and then order your ubers and shit so you don't have to deal with like the foot traffic outside of clubs and shit um i'm not sure how much y'all do that in in old downtown raleigh because i don't know if, how many people you know who live in downtown raleigh but that's typically how oh, i yeah, yeah i'm doing that i'm doing that pretty much every weekend all yeah the me time. too dude honestly oh, yeah, like sure, i just yeah, get yeah. like blackout and then i smoke like the biggest fattest cigar i can find and yeah. then like oh, puke yeah. on the side of the road you and like that, you get that trip over nick, myself that nick alcohol cross buzz going yeah yeah, yeah uh, and actually, then like a I, cop comes up to me and like like asked me like how much i've had a drink and like i just like one time you know mm-hmm. damn bro you just yeah you, i actually jumped through the last gun. weekend that i remember so okay yeah 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 sorry didn't mean it's been fading in it out. uh but that's just hashtag big city living um <laughs> yeah i don't know but that's normally how, Hasht- how our hashtag denver things hashtag uh big big time to you bitch um but yeah that's typically how our our, our uh nights out will end here because we have a lot of friends who live around like union station and the other shit which is near where all the bars we go to are um you know we fucking uh one of those times the first time we went back to our friend megan and anna's place they were like oh i was like damn this is a really big like wide range of very popular but also deep cut albums that they have on vinyl and they had like the audio technica isolated on its own shelf with the little toothbrush thing next to it and all that shit um toothbrush so yeah yeah it's like, what is it Nick? Do you have one? what is it it's like a is it a d-static thing or like a uh, what is it it's it's kind of just like a a quick way to um get debris off the record honestly i feel like it induces static sometimes <laughs> yeah that makes more sense because i was like how does it remove static by just taking two dry materials yeah. To, to dry by artificial materials yeah. and remove, <laughs> <laughs> remove static by rubbing off electrons. I don't, uh, but yeah, so one of them that they had was uh, sometimes I might be introvert. So it was like fucking two in the morning. Everyone was coming down from the night out. Someone was like puking in the sink and I was like, this will be a good one to throw on the, throw on the turntable. And I just put it down and sat on a beanbag chair and just listened to it until... Everyone was like, all right, let's order the Ubers and go home. And I was like, okay. Uh, Wait, so do I don't you really remember? remember anything past between. the first couple of songs on it. That was where I started to get sleepy. Because uh, it, like, it was like 2.30 or 3. Um, so I started to get a little tired. And I don't really remember after that until uh, I woke up at they're home. in between heaves. Heaves into the toilet. And they're just like, Sometimes I might be... Lady, 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 lady. <laughs> lady, lady, lady. <laughs> World's a lady, lady, lady. We will listen to Kendrick Lamar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was in like this serene little, because this is a very like relaxing album to listen to, I feel like. Um, so I was just sitting there. Relaxing. I feel like, I feel like parts of it. A lot of it, I feel like, is is, this is intensely little... about women's issues and. <laughs> I'm glad Jamie it's a relaxing said, listen for you. Jamie said big deal, the, all right. At least the first half of it, like you're just sitting, just like riding her flows and the beats and shit. That shit is so vibey. I love it. Um, I mean, riding flows, yes. 
The, the Chilla song like is probably where she bit. talks about getting stabbed, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, where she talks about the quick brush with death. Uh, but yeah, I'm so not gonna I'm lie. Like, like, like the first little... song, "Introvert," makes me feel like very like intense when I listen to it. Like, it makes me feel like hyped up a little bit. Like, like those drums start coming, and then like the like yeah, trumpets and shit. Maybe, like, that makes me feel like hyped just, up a little bit. Maybe just drink so much caffeine that the only energy I ever feel is due to caffeine and entirely that. And so I just <laughs> no, but I get what you mean. Like, there's definitely parts of that, like Rolling Stone. Maybe shit, you were so drunk. Like, yo, I'm fucking. I mean, that's the other thing. If you're in that headspace where you're just like, I'm just going to like turn off the world and listen to whatever, like clear path of stimuli is coming in. Then you're just like riding that flow and beat and shit. You're just kind of like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not trance like, but it's, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's not relaxing as in like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep, but it's like, yeah, all yeah. the like choral stuff. And then you've got the cool, like Caribbean-ish, Africanish like beats going on underneath some of the like heavier artificial, like synth and 808s and shit. It's really fun to just like only focus on what's going on in the music, especially this is another one. Listener, if you have Apple Music, listen to it in Dolby Atmos. It is so fucking good. Oh yeah. In Atmos. Oh, it's Dude, oh it's, give me Apple Music for my it is much better. Actually, this let me is, just buy Apple TV real quick. It's probably cheap. I was gonna say, let me just buy another pair of AirPods. <laughs> See, I bought my AirPods. I didn't even get like anything for it. Really? Really? It it, it was long enough ago. Maybe they weren't doing the deal. Oh yeah. So but I honestly can't get, remember. Like get the new I Pro don't. Twos. And then wait, I also ordered them off, like off of Amazon. Like, would I still get the deal if that like happened? I don't know. My, I mean, Vic. I doubt that Vic bought mine oh, yeah. from Apple when she gave them to me for Christmas. So, really, I don't know. I don't know. Because I have wouldn't... to buy either a new top of the line MacBook or the AirPod Maxes, and then then you get one month free of Apple Music. Dude, those 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 AirPods never will I ever did. look dumb as hell. They've really? got a like. I like the look of them. I think they, they look uh, like didn't marshmallows. They bring, someone, uh, someone tried to design a headphone after a fucking marshmallow. <laughs> I think they look really clean, but didn't they bring the HomePod back? Because I was about to yes. joke about it, the AirPod Maxes being like the HomePod and them just taking it away after like a year. Yeah, yeah, but, they're they're bringing. Back they did bring the, the HomePod uh, back. I thought. Well, I think they're bringing back the home, like home, like like you know when you used to have the fucking alarm clock radios that you would put your iPod on. I'm pretty sure they're bringing back the whole system, uh-huh. I think, for you to, like, put your phone. I know they're also releasing, like, like, a home pod, or some shit. Was the HomePod their version of the, like, Google Home thing? Yes. Okay, yeah, I, I think they're doing It that. wasn't, I, like... I think, I think they're also doing the full-on, like, uh, what was it, iHome or whatever the fuck? Uh... Bro, I'm pretty sure that was, like, not Apple, Apple though. That was, like, some, like, goofy... Yeah, uh, but I think they... I, I could be fully wrong, but I think that they have some sort of proprietary, like they're doing it this time. Um, So I don't know. And as a kid, I was like, this is dumb. Like I can't charge my iPod and watch YouTube in my bed at the same time. This fucking sucks. But now as an adult, I kind of want that product because then it means I can't sit in my bed and watch TikTok. Like I would have to put it on my fucking like dresser. True. Good point. 
And then I could also set it to be like an actual clock and shit. Um, I don't know. I've, I've but considered only if it's proprietary. Uh, I will not buy third-party electronics. For the most part. <laughs> uh, I've, con- I've right. considered uh, like using something to, to amplify my phone sound and um, like make me get out of bed like uh, before I snooze and like yeah. get up and go turn it off. But I have like uh, in the past, I could, I definitely couldn't just do it like with my phone sound because even with my phone like right next to my bed in the past, I have just like let my alarm ring out and just gone back to sleep. Dude, I, I, I will unplug my phone and throw it against a wall until it breaks before I let that shit ring out longer than like five minutes. <laughs> Uh, it is the most really? grating sound in the world to me, but not in a way that wakes me up. Like, I will Maybe press I news. Something horrendous. I will press news uh, nine times. I, okay, but, like, this might be two beeps. Snooze. I'm sleeping. This might be like crazy, but um, recently I did this again, and I don't do it on purpose. When I'm really sleep deprived, I will like, and it's like, it's like on accident kind of, but like, I don't really know that it's happening. Once I explain it, it'll, it'll make more sense. But basically what I do is I set an alarm for like, like an alarms when you snooze them go off every nine minutes. Like that's just how the Apple one is. Yeah. But I will, um, sometimes sleep through just a little bit more. So when I'm actually, uh, like trying to wake up. Oh, I won't wake up for like three hours, but not like not not where I'm like sleeping through the alarm. It's where I'm waking up and turning it off. And because I'm doing that, I'm like going in and out of different dream stories. And so like every time I wake up and go back to sleep, I'm like put in another dream that seems like totally surreal. So like over a three hour period, I'll just have like 15 different scenarios that like I'll experience <laughs> and like I'll wake up like MF goes just in like and out of rim just immediately. No, 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 no. I'm not even joking. Like I like it induces where I like I feel like I'm still tired when I wake up because I've just had like such an up and down. That's like exhausting. I wake up and then I'm like, dude, it's actually like one of the biggest highs ever. And like that's what I was getting to. But like I hate that like that is such high a high life. for me. For me, for what? me it's blackness it's high life. from the time I close my eyes to the time I wake up. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. I have <laughs> the you, most vivid dreams ever. Right? Uh, yeah, sometimes. But even even when I pass out during the day for a nap, the ones that are... I, I don't know if you've ever seen the joke where it's like it's like night dreams and it's like... And it's like nap dreams, like midday nap dreams. And it's like the most horrifying creature <laughs> ever. Like nap dreams during the day are like so much more intense. I don't know why, really? why yeah. that is, but it is. But I like, have found... Uh, Mm-hmm. I, I I also like lucid dreamt again, like very like much harder than I usually had. Like I was like very aware of myself, but like it was like I was struggling to like capture like what like I was trying to like I knew I was a person, but like I was trying to like move and it was like like my body wouldn't let me like take hold of what I knew was mine. Kind of, oh, it's like very whenever, interesting. Like I know, you, like whenever you go to sleep on your arm and it cuts off the blood flow, and you wake up and you're like, your brain moves your arm, but you only move it like the upper joint. So then you're just like a dead weight on you while you move it. It was like feeling like that. Dude, 
It's crazy. I don't know ex- if that's exactly how it is. I wish I but could like, lucid well, dream because I would like to like destroy the universe in my dream. Not like cause a <laughs> but like in a dream world, ex- like try to break the world. You just want to kill yourself in your dreams? Dude, if you die in your dreams, you die in real life, Jamie. Don't do <laughs> like, it. Don't do I'd it. I'd like man. to like attempt to like lucid dream like. Yeah, I can fly, whatever. I want to fucking face through walls and like pull matter apart, you know? Like see what my brain You want to be Thanos. Means. <laughs> you you want to be Thanos, bro. I, I listened to a podcast with a guy who talked about uh like lucid dreaming and like the the dream environment that he was in was just like a a party at his house <laughs> that he didn't know what was going to happen and so he was just like just like wanted all these people to leave and they like trashed all this shit and he like <laughs> He like fell asleep, woke up the next morning in his house, like in the party, all in the dream, and uh, and he went and found a hammer and he went around waking people up one by one and said like, L- "Get up, leave, or I'm gonna hit you with a hammer," and, uh, <laughs> and and that's what he would do. And if they wouldn't leave, he would like like break one of their fingers or something like that. Jesus Christ! Like, that's in lucid dreaming, that's and crazy, I was like, right? "How does it work?" Like. Okay. Are there the, rules? The, the easiest, uh, like I don't know, dude. It's, 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 like, it's honestly can, a free for all. Like, is it like scribble knots where I can just be like, I have an object now, or is it like I have to go <laughs> find an object to <laughs> anything your heart it? desires? You know, what scribble I mean? knots. I I've only been able to bro. interact with my environment really, and like whatever my dream is but like producing. Just, but I'm, I'm like, sure it's not like forge mode. You can't just like boom. I have. Well, like, no, no, no. A hammer. You might. Like, you might. I haven't gotten to that. I, I think maybe. I think honestly, you could. You get to that level. Um, but I have not gone to that level yet. Bro, so step one is I, I have to figure out how to like reliably dream. Step two, I'm gonna learn how to lucid dream. Well, see, also comes with the dreaming is I also have sleep paralysis. I think I've told you guys that before, but like. Again, that, you're just like see, you're awake, that. but you're just staring into darkness. That. Like I I, I've that. I've never had a sleep paralysis demon, uh-huh. but like I've had like like I, I again the best way I can feel it is like pretend you're just in like you're buried underground, right? You know you're awake, but you can't see anything, and you can like feel the sides of shit. Mm-hmm. You know that's like mm-hmm. my body like mm-hmm. inside of me. No. So I know I'm asleep. I can feel like like I mm-hmm. I know I can't move my body. But like I can feel my heart just like beating, and that's the only thing that I could feel. So then I like Jordan. I think I've told you what. Jordan, never take Benadryl. Okay, man <laughs> oh, shows up, you're done, dude. I, I I like to like try to like wake myself up. I just try to like focus on like moving my finger and like throwing myself out of like that's what they say that sleep, you know, like, or like moving an arm. Is it, it for you? Is it like as soon as like you can get something to move, it's like it all works? Yeah, I just wake up and like <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Interesting. I see. I and maybe I don't want dreaming and lucid dreaming if it comes with that. Because a lot of people they say I think there's like somewhat of a link between. It's like sleep paralysis is low key like lucid dreaming, but like you your brain took a wrong turn, kind of. Interesting. Um, that's I, I there's no basis in science on that. That's just for like three hours trapped in my body. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't want that man. I don't want I don't want sleep demons. I don't want sleep it's paralysis. Fun, dude. It's fun, but is I, it I, I, I've never had sleep demons. I've almost died in my dream before, though, like numerous amounts of times. But did ever did yeah? I I, I think that's how most naps. The high you get, really, 
I don't really like wake up at night from a like, oh, I fell off a building or like I tripped and fell. But naps, yeah. like that's where that happens to me the most. The worst one was it fucking happened to me during an EOG because I was like the I was like one of the like head ass kids. I didn't. It's not like I practiced for standardized tests beyond kids. what we had to do in class. But like I would finish EOGs uh-huh. in the first twenty five minutes and then just go to sleep for the rest of the thing. Like I would literally, I would intentionally that is pretty head ass. I'm not gonna lie. I would play <laughs> video games and stay up late the night before, reliably counting on finishing my exam early enough to catch up on sleep. For the last like hour and a half <laughs> of the EOG testing. Period. That's like the most head ass thing I've ever heard of. Because there was always some actually. kid that took like the whole three hours or whatever, right? And so it was. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, fuck if I'm done, dude. I wouldn't even. I standardized tests. I don't think I ever. I double checked important ones. I never triple checked a standardized test. I. You'd be lucky if I oh, double checked a standardized test. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm throwing that shit. I, I definitely. I feel like I didn't have time a lot of the time. Like. Uh, I know uh, you you're faster at that stuff than I was, but yeah. like like uh, I don't really remember the ACT a whole lot, but SAT I feel like Bruh, I was you had to zoom through that shit, dude. Yeah. SAT and ACT I had to zoom I had through to, that. Those those ones I might have taken. I think on a couple sections I took like you know I was still cognizantly aware. Like if I didn't have a clock, I would have like ran out of time. But because at a clock, I was like, yeah, all right. I'm saving all my shit. The hard ones last 15 minutes. We're fucking zooming through that shit on the reading comprehension or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's but, what I did too. But yeah, my, my dude, I used the, to the fucking best was like a just body standardized the, test in elementary and middle school. The best was like saving like a fifth of the questions because you just didn't know the answers like immediately when you read them or like you didn't know how to do them. Yeah. And then you, you go back in the last like f- five minutes of the test and you're like, well, uh, you just start praying a little bit and you're like, God, help me out here. And See what, what you had to do. Random, random things. Yeah. See what you had 20% to do. Of the test. That's what I did on physics that, test still. Do that mentality, but don't save it for the last five minutes. Do the ones you know how to do and then act as if you only have 15 minutes to do the last ones, even if you have like an hour and a half left and then you're done. As I, my approach to physics class kind <laughs> Maybe? of worked because I honed those skills in any sort of standardized test from like sixth or when do we, third grade through like graduating high school. Uh, mm-hmm. I constantly, I, I vocalized it during physics when I would study until like I mentally I was too tired and then I would say my ball is in God's court. That was my plan for all standardized tests. Legendary Jamie line. Yeah, my ball is in God courts, God's court now. I've I've done what I can. The rest <laughs> from here is the divinity, straight up. Uh, Help me out, big man. Yeah, hey, we big man. Need you. Take yeah. Take hey take hey take this pencil, big man. Please guide yeah, my I hand. Used to, I used to yeah. fucking I would just take tests in like an hour, hour 15 tops. Sometimes I would try to speed run and see how fast I could do it. Um, and then just sleep the rest of the time. And, and one of the times I fucking, it was, it was in sixth grade on those tile fucking floors, the like square one foot square tiles that every elementary, at least in Yankee County, every fucking elementary school, that was all those tiles were. I know what you mean. The same flooring for the classrooms, the hallway and the gym. It was all the same fucking floor or the multi-purpose room. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. And so 
on that in the big, like probably designed so that you could survive a Cold War nuclear blast, like metal desks Killer. that were all Nuclear. like I, maybe aluminum, but they were so heavy. It might have been steel fucking rolled under Alan. there. The little feet are those yeah. jangly ones, the auto level. And so it slides like crazy. <laughs> and I fucking, I was like I passed out. I woke level. up from one of those dreams. I jumped. My legs kicked both of the front like metal ones. <laughs> so I woke up and was like. That's hilarious. And then I was like. Uh, like, hi, just kidding, guys. <laughs> Yeah, kidding, I think guys. since it was like an uh, it was like an alphabetized seating chart, I was like the second kid from the front left corner or whatever. So it wasn't even like in the back of the room or anything. I'm like fuck. Yeah, that was that was the most uh, uh, I'm still the worst of the nap dreams I've had like that. But I constant like yeah, I'll have the like falling off a building or tripping, and then I wake up. But most of it's like nap time, not like nighttime sleep. <laughs> That makes me think of, uh, <laughs> and, um, it was, uh, it was in high school. Um, Jordan, do you know what a Von de Graaff generator is? <laughs> it sounds familiar. Uh, if you, if you looked up a picture of one, you'd probably know it like, I thought in the mood board, it kind of generates like, uh, yeah, it kind of like generates in a field of, uh, like it generates an electric field using friction, like running this belt. Is, and, it, is that uh, the one like the cow one? Like, I don't know. There's a cow. Yeah. Uh, all I know is we would we would put our hand on it and it would like make our hair stand up. And, yeah. Uh, um, I I we remember I was standing about, in front uh, of uh, chassis ground uh, and how the principle of ground works in electronics one in high school. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. You all our, our teacher wouldn't bring it out all the time. Yeah. But he would he would bring it out like once a semester, once every other semester. Like if he had a decent class that he knew wasn't gonna like do anything crazy with it. <laughs> yeah, and, that's uh, pretty much what it was. If uh, he knew there I, weren't like dumbasses in the class, then he would like work yeah. it out. He did it for our class, but and, and yeah. yeah, and I I remember I had my hand on it, like standing in front of the class, standing up on this uh, like stool thing. Yeah. And uh, and I kind of like acted like I was like gonna reach my foot out to one of the metal legs of the desks, and he was like he was like no go and do it. And I was like really? And he was like he was like he was like yeah go and do it. And I I still to this day don't really understand the physics of how it happened, but like I got like I got shocked with like a lightning bolt like from that desk like through my shoe that I Bruh. felt in my foot. That's it was it was wild. It was. <laughs> Well, I mean, and, uh, well, and, and I was just well, like, "Oh God!" And, well, no, I mean, what do you, we went to school for the like, like you just basically created enough charge inside of your body to where you created an arc flash event through your foot. Yeah, yeah, but like, like I don't get how it got how it went through my shoe, and I never like saw any evidence of like scorching the fabric on my shoe. It's just, like it's just quick enough, I, you know. Well. Yeah, I get. Yeah, like honestly, the electrons yeah. just—it probably is just quick yeah. enough. But yeah, because it also it, it, there was no because I mean it's what what is it? It's it's not the fucking it's not the volts that kill you. It's the amps, and so like it's such it's a quick amps, yeah. moment that like there's not enough amperage to like burn anything, you know? 
And it's not like a literal lightning bolt. It's not right. like it's not like it's like frying like something on my shoe. Yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. The the thinnest like yeah. the thinnest possible like arc that's visible to the human eye. Yeah. yeah. Like that's all that happens. So. Yeah, like it like at night if you have like a little felt sure blanket and it's fascinating really, for the listener. And it's really dry air. Yeah, is this is this what you wanted when you tune into listen little Sims? You wanted the physics of electricity bitches? Yeah, so little Sims. Uh, but it's like a blanket when you when you move in, it's got friction, and you're like, "There's lightning all over me." It's just you know. There you go. Isn't lightning like plasma? Like it, it heats up the molecules so much I it makes so. plasma, and it has like a few strokes. Dude, I don't fucking know, dude. I love. Lightning. I graduated. So I don't cool. even know. No, that that's anymore. that's the shit that's in all those old TVs, bro. Those plasma oh, yeah. TVs. You plasma screen t- television. Lightning. Hey, hey, hey! Listen here, smartass. Hey, I'm much. I'm I'm not much of an introvert, but sometimes but I might be. He said, he said the word, bro. First of all, best song <laughs> I think on the album. Introvert, really? I think so. It's a good one. I don't think it's best song on the album though. I think it's the best song on the album. Dude. My top one might be Rolling Stone. Interesting. Rolling Stone. Because you like, just because just you're an old head. <laughs> huh? I mean, Rolling Stone was also very, very good. But Jamie Introvert has like just, Jagger, bro. it's, it's, it's one of the best intros. It's oh, it like, is, it, intros it are hard. Perfectly sets up. Intros are hard to do. Yeah. Perfectly. And just the way it sets the tone and just how good it is. Also, I just, I, I, it has to be like, right. it has to be up there for me. It it's lets like you know. Almost number one. Just like yo. the horns. Oh yeah, the strings little, that it has. Little interlude, the dun, 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 after like after after yeah. like the triumphant like intro, and then it starts getting into the the beat, you know. Yeah, it's, and it it's starts too off good. showing that like it's this album for me. Yeah, it starts off that you're gonna type. show off like the internal conflict going on throughout the rest of the album. That like the interludes then really help to further like the narrative structure of it. And it's got like all the strings and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's a fucking killer intro. And it's a great song. It's very good. That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't think there's a bad song, and- including the interludes on the album. It's one of those for me. Yeah. There's a little bit too many interludes for me. Oh, I love it. I don't know, dude. Each one, each one is I was like, okay, first interlude. Kind of, oh, second interlude? Oh, like, third interlude? Kind of like fourth interlude? Can, it like continues the story, you know? Yeah. I don't uh, know, dude. I, I still am weary about like interludes on albums, but like... Maybe that's just the old hand in me, dog. I remember when every rap album used to have skits and interludes, dog. Him and Cookie <laughs> off of Stankonia, undefeated. <laughs> Kim and Cookie. Welcome back to Kim. 
I was finna get my ass tore up. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, Classic. Makes me think of um. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes me think of a uh, yes, Lord, the no worries thing. Mm-hmm. And they X have, like, a, worries. Uh, honestly, like they have like a. It's not really interludes. It's just like they do have some interludes, I guess, but it's just extended outros and shit like that. <laughs> like the the Rick and Morty outro. <laughs> what about Rick? The, Rick. 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 Dude, episode seven. Talk about this that Rick and Morty. The Yes Lord. Episode seven? Episode seven. I was, I was like, I kept scrolling. Oh I was God. like, damn, how early was it? We did White Bronco we were where Nick was the maddest at us that he's been on this podcast. Or not the, not, oh, I yeah. guess, like, did that? White Bronco. <laughs> at the re-rating of White Bronco. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what? Episode uh, 60, what, 61, 62? What, what do you it? mean? 63. What? I just, yeah, man. I just, I just don't understand. <laughs> I remember that. I've, yeah, uh, I don't get that mad that often, but I was, I was on one that day. You were very, you were very. We worked you mad. up, dude. I can't we believe you your little nipples. We twisted your little nipples. You said, uh. but yeah, I no, can't believe I chose introvert million that early into the podcast. It was funny. I just Who? like. Again, I love trumpets. Yeah. And like, I love, I love well, I very theatrical. Uh, two shades. And trumpets, there you go. And I, I don't think it's featuring anybody, is it? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's a solo song, if I can shades. remember. Dude, that's talk dirty. Dos Cadenas, oh, close to genius. Right, so right, God, right. arenas, you can suck my penis. Give it a reel, it's guns on deck, dick. Chest penis. to chest, ton on neck, neck. International oral sex. Pussy so wet, I bought her a pet. Uh, bought a jet, what you expect. Oh, that's when I say. Her pussy so wet, I bought oh, yeah. her a pet. Oh, uh, say, anyway, every day I'm trying to get to it. Gotta say to my I'm phone on a big booty. booty. Anyway, every day I'm trying to get to it. Gotta say to my phone on a bed, the been around the world. Yeah. Sorry, Jamie. Don't try to don't don't try to stun on me with your early two thousands hits. Well, okay. No, see, that was that was the point in high school. Okay, like, oh, you guys are listening to Jason Derulo. There's no the substance. Derulo. Oh my! Now that's just God, a dude. Not the head ass Jamie, dude. I'd not the, head, the fuck out of <laughs> head ass Jamie, like, dude. Senior year, me. You know, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. It's a banger. <laughs> you guys don't get real music. Have you guys heard of the Avid Brothers? Oh, but dude, I actually watched an Avid Brothers concert in high school, dude. Dude, I gotta watch that Jason Isbell. I went to App and watched an Avid Brothers concert senior year, so I'm the I'm actually the most woke out of all of us as far as music (laughs) goes. As far as music goes, (laughs) music woke. Bonnaroo 2019. I saw Avid Brothers, and then there said ended. I had a 30 minute break, and then I saw Childish Gambino. In the same stage. That's whiplash, bro. Dude, it, it was at the that what stage? Whiplash. So it was like the main stage. Avert Brothers. That's wild. He's out there. Scott's out there. Or Seth is out there ripping his fucking uh, Dale Earnhardt Les Paul. And then uh, maybe it was like 45 minutes. But it was basically the whole time was me telling David and Deja, stay right here. I'm going to fight my way through the crowd. I think Vic is barricade right now. I'm going to get her and bring her back. And like. The guys, the same guys in front of us in our little crowd circle, we cried with Daring Aver Brothers. We got hype with Daring Gambino. It was, she was sick. Uh, but yeah, that Very was cool. absolutely whiplash. That might have been the most like insane back to back like vibes. Uh, the really whole world singing back to back. 
That is kind of crazy. Is, yeah. Listening I, I to, really love the Austin of anecdote about... And then listening to fucking This Is America. That was insane. <laughs> listening to Sweatpants. Oh, what? Um, Which was supposed to be a Drake diss originally. Um, Actually, it's supposed to be original, originally a Drake diss, and then it got turned into a very good song about America. What were you saying, Nick? I actually, I actually didn't know that. Uh, really? it, it, it literally came out like a week ago yeah. on a podcast. <clears throat> yeah, I saw the podcast clip. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. uh, I really enjoyed Austin's anecdote about like getting uh, getting those people like who were who he kind of knew that were in his Bonnaroo crew to go watch Billy Strings like front row. Yeah. And then at the end of the show, they were all like crying. <laughs> he was like, see? I told you, yeah, and then crazy. it was it was like Billy Strings to Tool, and we yeah. didn't stay for Tool. No, we we fucked up. We we hit Billy Strings. Sure and we were like, all right, did. I'm to sleep up or uh, rest up, and then Appreciate get you. ready for Mark Flume and Mark. Bro, I wouldn't be sleeping if I was there, dude. Well, we didn't sleep, but we went back to the campsite, ate a little bit, dropped off whoever <laughs> didn't want to come back, and then me, Nick, Vic, and David wandered back up for Mark Rebier, Loop Daddy. If you, will. you would think you would think it would be difficult to sleep because you can literally like feel the base in the ground. But you're so tired to, the, to like center root. But you're so tired. Doesn't it's matter. so easy to sleep. Yeah, you're bro, so that's tired. every day of my life. I, you've been in the sun I know day. sleep exhaustion, bro. Uh, dude, I can't wait for uh, the Odessa. I'm, I'm definitely going to go to Odessa headlining. I don't remember what yeah. night they're the headliner, but that's just going to be sick. But yeah. I hear the last uh, I Odessa the on the track check. I looked at the the pl- the Plaza shows and I wasn't as hyped this time around. Literally, I guess we only to went to like. Them, I don't think none of them looked good to me. Wow, there were only there were only one or two of them that I like saw that I um that I like really recognized some of the bands and I was like, oh, they would be good, but but not like, worth uh, like going, yeah. not like uh, avoiding any of the main shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, in my mind, yeah. Well, it I was mean, it was insane that like the only Plaza show I've seen is Turnpike. Last year with you. I was going to say, I think it was Turnpike. First year. And, and it's kind of anyone. insane that it's kind of insane that they were a Plaza show, but like, like Zach Bryan and like Whiskey Myers played in like, kind of like in the middle of the day in Cineroo, but like, yeah. like <clears throat> Turnpike, I feel like is like just as like, they, they've, dev, they've just been around longer than Zach Bryan for sure. And that's I don't probably know about it. Myers, is they just, but, uh, you know, like, because those probably take longer to finalize. So I would imagine that, you know, yeah. especially for the smaller stages where like you want to fill them with artists people know, but probably who are like up and coming more than like already been around. Because those people you're going to want on the main stage. Yeah. And then you're like, well, shit. And honestly, this like this person's big, but this person's way bigger. And they said, yes. So we're going to bump whoever. Um, yeah. And now that I think about it, I, I feel like Turnpike probably like reformed and started playing shows again after the Bonnaroo lineup was like already announced. Oh, that's true. Cause it like, takes, so a, they, it takes a while they, to, they probably, they, yeah. yeah, they probably like got into contact with them and were like, Hey, we're playing shows. And they were like, well, we already released the damn lineup. So uh, <laughs> bro, that was <laughs> like, so funny. We'll they were like blown away by how many of us there were at their little Plaza show. They were like, yeah, that, and- <laughs> there's a lot of y'all. <laughs> we did not expect this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, like uh, Evan Felker was like, "Yeah, if I was," he was like, "He was like, you guys, it's like twelve thirty a.m. If I was you guys and I was twenty, I'd be in a whole different state of mind right now." <laughs> He's like, "I would not be at this concert was, right funny. now." 
yeah, he was uh, he was just up there drinking Topo Chica, jamming out. Dude, on the ranch water, bro. Hearing fucking the bird hunters. Hey, no, hey, hey, no ranch water, all right? He's sober, all right? Oh, Dude, interesting. I the only time I remember Topo Chico is when we were at that one local Raleigh concert, and you were like, this is ass. But you were like, oh, yeah, dude, dude, like, wait, what? <laughs> I love seltzers. Where, where are we? I, it's about to be prime claw season. But if, listener, do not buy Topo Chico ranch water. That shit is abysmal. Very bad. If you go to a bar and yeah, they I was have ranch water offered, the opposite of an ad. Drink it up. Okay. If you want regular seltzer, okay, okay. Topo Chico is one of the best, like, plain seltzers you can get. Okay, but the okay. ranch water, the hard seltzer, dog the shit. The hard Topo Chico, very bad. But very Nick, bad. I was I was talking about that one girl that we went and saw at that one like amphitheater. Oh shit! I know. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Did I? Did I get a cocktail there? I think they were only selling canned drinks. Okay. They weren't selling yeah, like I just I just got some nasty shit. Or yeah, like a beer I or something. I, actually, I don't even know if we drank. Can't remember if you even drank anything because I remember the, you remember the line. We got there a little bit later. Yeah, no, the all the, the food was like gone. I'm yeah. pretty sure all the drinks were close to. You might have gotten like a beer or something. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were we were gonna get a burger and then they ran out of meat and they were making grilled cheeses and then they <laughs> ran out of bread and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> L, then dude. we didn't eat anything. Damn, dude. <laughs> but, you uh, know yeah, not- that was the that was the first Kate Rudy show that I went to. It was really good. Bro, you know we're not doing that shit when you when you get out here to Denver again for Jason Isbull at the old Red Rocks. Also, we're gonna be having my yeah. dad drive, and we're gonna be double fisting Voodoo Ranger IPAs. <clears throat> uh, wait, uh, Jamie's dad, you're gonna have to excuse me, brother. <laughs> I'm about to get pissed drunk. You you about to see a different side of me, all right? <laughs> Elephant uh, comes going on. Going back to the album, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me see. Oh god, That's so Nasty delayed. Bitch. Just grabbing my phone. Nasty, um, dirty little. Wait. What? What is? What? What are you? I'm just getting my notes on my what phone. Are you? Oh, yeah. Sorry, listener. My setup's really fucked up right now. I probably look like I'm in a little, little prison. Juice. But <laughs> What are you recording on right now, then? I'm recording on my desktop. I'm talking to y'all on my iPad. And I'm using my phone iPad. my that's internet. What, yeah. That's why. That's where I was. That's where the... Woo-woo. I, <laughs> I feel you, dog. <laughs> yeah, I woo-woo. got you, bro. Yeah, you're fucking yeah, good, dog. You. Yeah, you're fucking you're 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 first yeah, really yeah. good. The person who sent uh, you this wants you to know. Pour the pour the creamer in. You have a fat ass. The like the the person pouring in where they've marked up on the cup. You guys don't all right. You lost me, brother. Uh yeah, so I love one. Actually wait, it's a I great didn't know follow up to the intro. Um, that laid back yes. beat with her intro over top of Lil it. Uzi Vert. The, like the di- the dichotomy between like what she's saying and her delivery and the beat is just really fucking good. 
you could scuba dive miss ethiopia can play so jazzy they sit you down to school you want selassie tell them you're not in without a woman no woman to woman i just want to see you glow tell them what's up Where like I feel like this is one of those albums you can listen to it probably five times in a row, and every time you hear a song, focus on a different aspect of it, and it's very interesting and cool. Uh, and this song is definitely one of those. Um, and even with like the what is it, Cleo Soul or, or whoever is doing the like in between the verses, like kind of chorus refrain sections, like the difference in the vocal pockets that they're in, like Sims is in the lower range, just like talking vibey. And then with the like more higher register vocals being sung out is really good. And then that ending voicemail. So funny. So then, yeah, this just reminded me I should call you, but you never pick up your fucking phone. I assume it was her Pick mom, the like a voicemail she left or whatever. But yeah, all around, song's great. Love it. Also good. Yeah. It was good. It was, it was probably one of my favorites. I think, uh, I really think one of my favorites was Two Worlds Apart. That was one of it my was, favorites uh, on the record for sure. I love that song. Yeah. It's like, it, it has a very... Uh, Kendrick Lamar. He who shall not be named type beat. Oh, mm-hmm. at, at least about the, like, Wanye Kest, right, bro? <laughs> uh, You're about the, Wanye. Yeah, the the world's biggest Twenty One Jump Street fan. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, I just I just hate that he really like he just didn't get help. He just he just needed help. Right. He just needed someone to take away his phones. But um, take away his phones and and anyways, put him uh, in. Yeah, uh-huh. straight jacket therapy. <laughs> um, I actually just recently saw a John Oliver episode on um, whatever that room Solitary is called. Solitary confinement? Yeah, it's actually very bad for inmates. We it's actually, actually do, really bad. We actually need to do uh, rehabilitation programs instead because it can actually cause you to go insane. My sleep paralysis demon is John Oliver yelling, Welcome, welcome, welcome! Hey. Tonight's oh. top story! Dude, it is so funny but, uh, him in community versus him like as like the last week tonight. Like Oh yeah. Host. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so, so funny, fucking though. funny. It is so, so good. goddamn funny. I loved the uh, I, I watched a he was the guest on Seth Myers and I like the YouTube clip just got like suggested to me and I was like, Oh whatever, uh, like I'll watch this. And uh <laughs> he's like he's like getting interviewed by Seth Myers and Seth is like, Yeah, I love having you on the show. Like we can just kind of be real about like uh like the the fakeness of some of the stuff that we have to do and john oliver's like what are you talking about like i don't have to do anything fake like you see my show and i like talk shit about everything all the time like, <laughs> honestly he was like he was like you like someone comes on come on someone comes on and talks about shazam too 
and you have to act like it's going to be the best new movie in the world. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, and, uh, and Seth Myers was like, how dare you use such a recent and specific example? Uh, <laughs> and and I, I just, I just loved that. Like the, the movie came out like that week. And it was like, yeah, this movie's pretty shit, right? <laughs> That's really funny. John Oliver, you're the, you're the, the shining light at the end of the tunnel. In you my, are honestly. I say that even though every time I watch one of your, uh, oh god, who's that? Oh god! Every time I, every oh, time I watch one, one of uh, it, his TV shows, is it a ghost? Um, I, I get kind of sad, but I know me helpful. too. It keeps me informed. Well, yeah. I'm like, see, here's the thing: nothing matters. Everything's fucked, or everything's fucked. Nothing matters, or everything's fucked. Nothing matters. <laughs> That's where I'm at, baby. It's like it's like nihilism with a cute fun change. twist. You hear fucking just MTG and Lauren Bobert saying the most. I'm just leveling up my experience. You've ever heard in your fucking I'm life, my, as if it's factual. <laughs> uh, I'm in my uh, I'm in my character development arc, dude. I loved I loved every, dude. I was living for every angle I got of the guy, like talking shit to MTG. In Trump's arraignment in New York, like, hit her with the fucking space lasers! Like, in the most New York accent ever. <laughs> I was like, yes. I don't think I've seen this. I don't think I've seen this either. Dude, it's so good. It's I, I'm like... I did see... Living for this. I did see Harry Styles and Emily Ratajkowski kissing in Tokyo. But, um... But! Oh. But Eric Andre! <laughs> but Eric Andre. Like, yeah. For real. Yeah. Well, I, Wait, who was the guy? Like, Harry Styles? Racism. This is racism. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people are acting as if her and Eric Andre were together anymore. Are they still together? I don't know. I don't. I mean, they must not be. I don't know. But who cares? Um, Yeah, we're talking about introvert. Sometimes I like to be introvert. Two worlds apart, though. Nick was right. Fucking banger. Top one of the top tracks on the album. I love it. Uh, the first verse, incredible. And then, like, the, the two verses are kind of separated between, like, honestly, it's almost like, you know, world one, world two. And then they're, like, split by the, the sample that's going on throughout, fully playing out and then saying, like, two worlds apart. And then it goes, like, love that shit. So good. Basking in this feeling, if I must say it's amazing, I'm amazing. You made her your everything, but she was just a groupie. I got higher standards, don't waste time trying to pursue me. You were trading to let for an artificial booty. Fantastic. Our two worlds in our two. I love the just. Just like the classic chopping of the sample, but like letting, letting the the main like vocal refrain, the main chorus of the sample, be the chorus of like this song. Love that shit. With any like, any like, uh, I feel like Alchemist does that, or like maybe it's like a Mad Lip type thing, like playing <laughs> playing with vocals to make them part of the beat, but then also letting them just like be actual vocals in the song as well. And that shit, especially dude. the chorus. Yeah, I love, love it. it. It's Fantastic. Like, uh, 
It's like um, yeah. It reminds me of a like Bound Two, or also A Boy uh, Is a Gun, which also uses Bound Two as. I need to revisit. Uh, oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. I need to yeah, never yeah. revisit that album ever. <laughs> Hot take. Boy Is a Gun, a killer song. One of the only songs I've ever heard that uses uh, like gun sound effects unironically, and they actually sound pretty good. Yeah, so. dude, that's like. Um, what do you mean? I normally. You tell me you don't like. <clears throat> I normally artists. despise when artists use like siren sound effects in songs because if you're in the car, you're like, oh shit. But I <laughs> fucking love it. In uh, also one of my. Like, I hate that I already have the Call Me If You Get Lost record because it means I can't justify buying the estate sale record on top of that. True. Mm-hmm. True. This has I been one of my favorite, like, deluxe version editions of an album of all time. Very good. Every song is great. It continues the narrative. It be like Dude, fucking phenomenal. You're saving uh, a bunch of money on Wi Fi this month? Just fucking buy it, dude. Just or buy rent. the vinyl, bro. <laughs> uh, but Brent yeah, like, Schmidt, dude. Um, you got a credit card, bro. Just fuck. I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. But when he says "fuck it," so I put the sirens in, and then it plays the sirens. I I heavily fuck with that. So yeah. No, I feel you on the the gun sounds on "Boy Is a Gun." <clears throat> bro, I honestly the- love. Whenever anybody does that stuff, it's just so. I did you guys see every the, passing day? I hate more and more that that show got canceled. <laughs> Wait, what show? You guys, did you guys the see the "Sorry Not we Sorry" go music to. video? Yeah. Oh, oh dude, that I shit's know. sick. Every video that they he's been tweeting and putting out and shit, I'm like, I'm I'm eating that shit up. I'm fucking goblin. I'm starving. You know. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't watched a. I haven't watched Wharf Talk, but um, it's a good song. Dude, Stuntman squad a little bit too. Stuntman goes hard as hell. Stuntman with Vince Staples. Stuntman is like definitely my favorite one. So my good. favorite is Dogtooth still, but I love I love Stuntman and Sorry Not Sorry. I feel that. Wharf Talk also. As, as, as soon as the beat came in with with Vince like immediately rapping at the beginning of the yeah. song, I was like, okay, like thank you Tyler for making a Vince Staples ass beat, but <laughs> like also rapping on it, like. This is amazing. I, I just love Dude, it so much. For me, for me, it's him ending the song with "Call me when you get lost, bitch," and then, it, dude, that goes hard as hell. Very cool. Love it. It, it really sounds reminiscent of uh, Vince's newest album, the um, I gotta check that Park out. "Broke My Heart," which I've thought about. I've thought about picking it for the podcast. It won't be, it won't be next week, but it it I it could very easily be a summer album. I, I'll okay. say that. I'll, I'll run it. I'll run it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll run that. I'm about to take a beach trip. You know I'm gonna be fucking just vibing for like eight days straight. I'm about to get a God beach damn, tan, bro. I'm about to get a tan. My hair's gonna be flowing. You know, uh, a tan. Yeah. Who gonna tell? I'm gonna have to, bur- I'm gonna have to burn t- the first two days, and then it'll become a tan. You know? Bro, you're gonna be leathery when you're older, buddy. Dude, I'm fine, dude. I fully that basal have, cell carcinoma. I've, let's go. I fully have accepted. I will be a sixty-year-old parrot head, straight up. Parrot? <laughs> yeah, I will be fucking Runs sixty years old, ripping ripping land sharks, listening to 
fucking changes, changes in latitude. Changes in latitude. Yeah, yeah, dude, that when we were at a when we were, at I a don't, wedding, I don't know what a parrot is. Also, a parrot a Jimmy head Buffett is uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett fans. Um, my mom uh, would be a parrot head, uh, but ah, uh, dude, I can't wait disorder. to visit visit them in the summer. <laughs> like, uh, like meat and vegetables <laughs> cooked on the grill, drinking beer, listening to Jimmy Buffett with my mom. Meat to meat. I'm already. Uh, Hell yes. Yeah, when we were at the fucking, we were at our friend's wedding back at the start of February in Florida, and the DJ ended the whole reception by playing Friends in Low Places, and I was belting that shit out word for word. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> bar for bar with Garth. Dude, All right. I fucking hate the Garth by and large. He, he has one album on Spotify, and it's like the worst shit ever. It's like a live album that has. I no didn't know hits. he had any music on Spotify. I didn't think he did. I was hunting for that shit the other day, and yeah, I found one thing that seemed to actually be Garth Brooks because every cover band sucks shit. It's like oh. when you hear someone try to cover ACDC, it's like you're just missing. You're missing like all of the little nuances and the je ne sais quoi that that made them stars. You don't have it. Apparently he's he's featured on a George Jones. Is that what it is? Cover song. Oh, speaking of the fuck, you were in the hat, dude. That's the guy on your hat, bro. That's the guy on your hat, dude. That's that's dude. I don't know, but the guy you just said out loud is on your hat, dude. Doing the the soy jack, dude. That's what that's what Neil references on Give Up Baby Go. That's the guy he references. Dude, you're not allowed to name drop our college friend. He references George Jones. I assume that's what he meant by that's what George's records say. Because it'd be weird if he meant like George uh, no, Harrison. It's a, it's, no, it's about George Harrison. Is because it, he says, George what's Harrison? the lyric? Yeah, it's for sure George Shit, Harrison. I thought it because, was George um, Jones. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with Nick on this one. All right. <laughs> but it like I know that it is because he says something about like all things must pass or some shit like that. Or, he says, I'm, uh, dude, and, I'm going to uh, be honest. My distaste for the Beatles leaked over. I don't know any George Harrison either. George Harrison, underrated. Really? Okay. That maybe whole, uh, the only Beatles that whole like my really sweet lord album like was Paul McCartney. Okay, maybe I'll check out some George Harrison. Yeah. Like stuff. Uh, I'm not big, not big on John Lennon. No one's big on Ringo, but George Harrison <laughs> and like. <laughs> Dude, what's, and, uh, what's the quote uh, from yeah. whoever is? Ringo? I almost said Patrick Carney. Uh, <laughs> Paul McCartney. <laughs> is, is Ringo the best drummer in the in the like ever? And then someone's like, Ringo's not the best drummer in the Beatles. Or some shit like that. <laughs> I mean, it was just the boys fucking around. But yeah, that's just funny. Um, but yeah, two worlds apart. Bands. He says, uh, oh. he says, uh, last night I dropped acid and came to know of all things passing. Most just get away. But that's what George's records say. And that's, he's talking about all things passing because he has an, uh, George Harrison calls, has a record called all things. Must Bro, look at me. I'm a, some fool. Shit like that. I'm a fool. Sorry, Neil. I misinterpreted. Yeah, a fool. Egg, just, I'm, egg George, on your face. The George uh, I'm most familiar with egg on my is face. Jones and Boy. So I was like, it's not Boy yeah. George. So I'm going to go with George Jones. And I was wrong. It was funny. I actually I, I wore this hat when I saw my family over the. Uh, I wore this hat when I saw my family over the weekend. And like, uh, and my, my cousin was like, got a George Jones hat on? And I was like, absolutely. And, uh, my um my my parents like thought it was like funny and cool and my brother was like who's that again and I was like 
He's an old country singer who's just famous for being an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah. he's he's also simultaneously regarded as one of the best country singers of all time. But yeah. Most people from our generation and even like our parents' generation just think of him as a, an insane alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's a little. That's, that's a little like the like Hank Senior vibes, right? Like, wasn't didn't he have like huge alcohol abuse problems? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what killed him, right? Tortured soul. Yep. I mean, that's what it. Well, took he's got that high lonesome. Cash was out there sniffing coke off everything he could. Woody Guthrie's out there riding riding on all those trains. Killing fascists with his guitar. Right, sorry, I, I I know nothing about any of these singers you're talking about. I know Johnny yeah, I know. Cash. I know the name. Apparently, there, there's a really funny story about uh, Johnny Cash and George Jones where uh, I think George like opened for him for a show or some shit. And um, George was like super duper drunk in the hotel room and he got mad about something and he, he, like, uh, he like broke a lamp. And Johnny Cash just said the price of the lamp out loud uh, <laughs> because he like because Johnny Cash had like a reputation for doing that of of getting drunk, or getting high, and just like <laughs> breaking everything in a hotel room, and uh, um, like George just kept breaking shit in the hotel room or, uh, after he after he broke everything and like got the bill the next day. Johnny Cash was only off by like three dollars or something. That's, or, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All those, all those like old country singer stories are just like this is why old country singers are just cool as shit. Like, <laughs> they're just, oh god, they're just so badass. Aren't they racist? Uh, honestly, like, I feel like it was, like for for people of their time, they were a lot better because like because of how poor a lot of them were. Like, mm. sure, if you got notoriety, you got some money, but. Most of them, especially George Jones, just squandered it away, and they like uh, they had a lot of commonality, like with uh, with people of like lower socioeconomic status, and also just like making music, like and like uh, like interacting with a lot of like uh, um, session musicians and like background singers, and also just like like other like uh, like like black artists, like they. Like you know, that doesn't make them better people automatically just because they worked with them because oh, so yeah. many like white producers were just shitty and terrible to all sorts of black artists but some of them were were pretty good and I can't like I did listen to a whole podcast about George Jones and I feel like they probably should have touched on that more I feel like they didn't talk about it a whole lot but mm-hmm. um uh, I wish they did talk about it a little more hopefully he was a decent enough guy yeah. I mean, it's kind of like how one of the one of the best places for um, like minority people in in the United States early on, like a lot of the best from a right standpoint. I mean, it sucked for everyone, but like from a right standpoint, was like the frontier because everyone was dirt poor and going through every struggle. They were like, we don't have time to be racist, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to eat. Yeah, we're so so that was like. And that's something that people often overlook, but it's like, you know, like that's where everyone was equal because they were like women, women, minorities, whatever. We just everyone help on the fucking farm. We don't care who is lending a hand, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. And it, it, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that. Everyone was yes, so sir. poor. 
you know, people coming from country backgrounds that it's like, well, here we are. <clears throat> yeah. The more I learn about old country music and like, uh, also like more modern, also still a little older, but not as old as like, um, like George Jones or Willie Nelson and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but old country music and then like hardcore or like straight edge or punk music, like, uh, and the, the similarity between the spirits between those genres, it honestly makes me enjoy like punk music more because it's like these these people just singing about what they authentically believe in. Yeah. I'm sure there's more but anger in punk music, but like Yeah, a little bit. There there might be less of that in punk music, but also there probably is a good bit of that. No, there I'm pretty sure there is a, a good bit of that. Yeah, yeah. You you would probably know. You're saying punk music. That's like what. That's what like punk is. That's what punk music is. I was about to say. I I I I, not even from like listening to it. I thought it was just like a very like fuck the system type. Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fuck the system and like, yeah, like you get into subgenres and it's like uh like singing about like I don't know even more hyper specific things like animal rights or like (laughs) yeah yeah. very like a. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you like country music, definitely. I'm not even trying to make a point now. I'm just rambling. <laughs> yeah, country music started off as <clears throat> white people saying, "Oh shit, the blues hits because life sucks for everyone." Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. it was like it, it got popular, and then at some point, I mean, it got kind of co-opted by the like, you know, this is the anthem of for a Florida while, Georgia was, line. American music for a while was country. music. <laughs> I was just like, like Les Paul was a huge fucking guy. And if you listen back to it, you're like, oh, this sounds like early country and shit like that. Because that's what the American flavor of music was. It was the the modernification of blues music for what it was. And then it kind of evolved into like, at a certain point, there were, you know, there started to be a split and some country music stayed on that path. And a lot of it went like the, flying the stars and bars and all that shit path. And then it's, it's still, is like this weird, you know, mess of shit, but yeah. And then, then punk followed the same, like it, it kind of splintered off from like rocking shit and got more and more like, we're going to experiment. And, but it was all, it was all started as like, fuck the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm bootlegging. I'm taking I'm taking my damn my my can some some shine. I mean, yeah, I'm taking some whiskey. Because if you're if you're a true, you know, you don't want the government doing whatever. Then like you don't want them doing whatever to no one, not just like people who are straight writing straight white and Christian, right? Like like yeah, I was talking about the other week. Don't tread on me. The principle of that is is it's rooted in solid philosophy. Of like, hey, don't overimpose and let me do shit. But that doesn't mean only let me as a white straight man do what I want. It means, hey, don't don't fuck with anyone or we're going to like protest you and like we're going to hold you in check. But that I mean, with the money and corruption and everything in the modern government, that's just not what that means anymore. But originally, you know. The principle of don't tread on me. No taxation without representation is great. You know. All opinions on this podcast are 
each and owns. There is no sharing of ideals. Um, Jamie claims that he's a part of <laughs> the "Don't Tread on Me" pack. Um, no, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying not part originally. Before it became like a confederate, Dude, it low key was like spitting. Okay, like let me like low key. I mean, like, have you guys ever really listened to Alex Jones? Like, <laughs> every now and then, sometimes. See, that's that's what that sounded like a little bit, JV. Well, well, but that's the thing is like that's because that's what the identity politics of like the modern and the culture war just bullshit. Like it's successfully yeah. been co-opted by that. Mostly by multi-million dollar businesses. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just I know. You <clears throat> but yeah. We're just, we're just, we're just tugging your, you know. That's like, a, there's a, there's Ever. a surprisingly large amount of leftist people in the hills of Appalachia. But you're not going to hear that shit because that's not what, you know. C- certain amounts of deregulation are good. And we yeah. also need certain amounts of actual regulation. Definitely. You know, it's all. That's why it's all a happy medium. Flavors of socialism Libertarians are, are dumb, fantastic. You know, <laughs> yeah. Can we, that, that's what it comes back to. Democrats and Republicans, Literally. terrible. I mean, one of them is more terrible, but one of them, <laughs> they're not deities, bro. They're people as well who also, yeah. a lot of times, suck, especially the older ones. Uh. But libertarians, that's all there is. That's just that's just you're just wishful thinking away any sort of meaningful change. Honestly, (laughs) Mitch McConnell and his turkey gizzard. Yeah. Anyways, my man's neck looked like a damn. I don't know, bro. Like the like the events in Tennessee should have pissed everyone in this nation off. And I have heard very little news coverage about it. Yeah. You should be mad as hell right now, dude. Um, People just... Well, back to being an introvert, you know? Yeah, but but I Love You, I Hate You is another great song. The transition between that and Worlds Apart is fantastic. Uh, I really like the, uh, in the second verse, only through speech can we let go of all this dead weight, even though I'm angry, don't want to be disrespectful, trying to figure out how to approach this in the best way. Like, even though I'm mad, I still recognize you as a human being. I'm a human being. We're coming together with these issues. The only way to solve this is through communication. I love that. One of my main tenets of life. Fantastic articulation there. Silence giving me headaches Only for speech Can we let go of all this dead weight Even though I'm angry Don't want to be disrespectful Trying to figure out How to approach this in the best way Hard to look out these feelings Even on my best days Uh, and then a few the bars The beat is like, amazing also The beat's amazing How The beat goes And, and the sample Or whatever the vocal is used in the, in the background That goes from I love you I hate you How it's used Throughout the song, some parts like more than others, but by and large, for the most part, it's like every couplet is segmented out as in like a positive section about our father. Like I see you as a human being, a negative, you fucking suck. And then like just going through that and then how it it has like after the good parts, I love you, the bad parts, I hate you. It's like, it's so cool. It's so fucking cool and like intentional. And I love that. Um, yeah, it's fantastic throughout the whole fucking song. And then uh, a couple bars I liked. Are you a sperm donor or are you going to be a dad to me? That's fucking sick. 
Uh, and also, I'm not forgiven for you. I'm not. Are you gonna what me? You. Or are you gonna like be my father? Like, are you just gonna be an basically an anonymous sperm donor to my mom, or are you gonna be like an actual dad? Yeah. Or uh, I'm not forgiving. I'm not forgiving you for you, man. I'm forgiving you for me. Like, I'm not doing this to help you feel better. I'm doing this for my own mental well-being. thought that shit went, was pretty hard, too. Hey, real quick. Disconnect and come back. Just real quick. <laughs> Dude, I could not understand. Yeah, Jamie, I, I hear you, bro. Yeah, I get that, bro. <laughs> Bro, this shit's yeah, bro, I couldn't hear you, but I agree and disagree. Yeah, with you. dude, you, like you, if you said anything facts right there. If you said anything bad, I definitely disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, but if you said something good, like I think that was like really thoughtful and insightful, and like <laughs> this album definitely speaks to that. Very profound. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it sounds like a RTJ type beat, no? <laughs> Maybe I didn't, I'm not even like, write that down, but maybe out of sight. I'm not even no. Literally, like it didn't remind me of it because the beats are so different. But I was like, RTJ beat. <laughs> like I could definitely see my boy El Pino and um, <laughs> his name is Jamie Rick Ross rapping on this <laughs> rapping on this track. <laughs> Rick Ross and El Pino, bro. All right. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Bernie Sanders constituent and El Pino, bro. All right. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. I love, I love that band, dude. I love that band. Yeah, dude, for sure. For sure, dude. Uh, but no, I Sorry, just, I just, to, I just rattled off a few, out. a few bars. That, uh, are you going to be a sperm donor or a dad to me? And I'm not forgiving you for you, man. I'm forgiving you for me. Those were pretty, mm. pretty good. Pretty good lines. They're, they're yeah. not together like that. My original point was more thought out and articulate. Uh, <laughs> so how did the how, how did the first interlude speak to you, Jamie? I fucked with it. I love because it's just a bunch of like kids like. And no matter what I do. And the little the little like with the piano going on, and then the like choral interjections of the like the la 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 like that shit was. Fucking sick. It was kind of cool. Loved it. It was kind of cool. Uh, and then it also... It adds, and it's funny it that the little Q part was, two. Yeah. I mean, it was like... I felt like it was really good. It added thematic tension. With the, like, choral parts. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, like, it added a lot of really good tension. Also was fucking sick. And then it like kind of transitioned from like the first section of the questioning album a little more into the like, I guess a little more questioning because then it was little Q2. Great. Talks about like generational trauma, shit like that. The second verse, it hits a lot in a lot of ways. It hits the same like mental receptors that uh, like the hard part five by Kendrick that he put out before dropping uh, Mr. Morale. Oh, yeah. Like it's very similar vibes talking about the same shit. I mean, it's from a, you know, from like a black woman in uh, like somewhere in the UK, I, I think London, but I mean, it's the same shit everywhere in the world. Like mm-hmm. just talking about all of that shit. I thought it was really cool. Um, very interesting parallels there. And then 
Yeah, it's, and then going into the, like, gyms interlude, that's another one that I love, furthering the journey of, like, all right, you've done some questioning, now it's time to, like, start really getting into your own bag and feeling yourself in this next third of the album, you know? So I thought Little Q1, Little Q2, gyms interlude, fantastic section, transitory exploration into the next section of the album. Love it. I do. I do actually how she like talks to herself during the interview mm-hmm. or interludes a lot. Yeah. It's just, I love, I love when she speaks also just like her voice is just, it's so like commanding kind of like this whole album, just like she speaks with such intensity with everything she raps. I'm just like, yeah. Like, yeah. Have you, yes, have ma'am. you listened to any of her other work? A little bit. Very, so, very minuscule yeah. amount. So I listened to all of her discography after hearing this album because I was like, this is so fucking good. I can listen Damn, to Damn, bro. And it's really impressive how early she finds her Time voice. Time to fixate. <laughs> it's really impressive how early she finds her voice. And it is fucking sick from like her first album she dropped. It's so good. She has a song called Mary where she's like, Yo, like, shout out to my neighbor when I didn't have shit. You've heard all these beats. I don't have to do anything for you, but I'm going to shout you out on this record because whether you know or not, <laughs> all the kind words you gave to me, even though it was probably bad, like, you helped me get here in some way or another. Like, shit like that. I'm like, that's so cool. I know. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. She's, she, and she's always been just like a very... Like whether it whether it be just an outward face and persona, or actually how she feels, like the the amount of confidence and charisma that she possesses in her in her work that she's put out is impressive and very good. So I, I highly recommend a yeah, yeah. deep dive if you want to take it. Yeah, I really liked her um, her new album at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. It's called No Thank You. But um, I almost listened to all of that, but then I only listened to a little bit of that. Yeah, I like it was the, the it was only good. song I saved off my first listen was Who Even Cares? Mm-hmm. And it's more of one of the mellower, like just kind of like chill R and B songs. It's not very intense like some of the songs on here and also some of the songs on that album. But um but yeah, that that's kind of where I tend to like her music more is when it's a little a little chiller, but like you guys both said, whenever she whenever she's hitting home with stuff, she's she's really doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. She knows how. It's good, and, and I, doesn't sound like uh, doesn't sound like 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 uh, I don't know. A good example is like a middle a middle schooler cussing for the first time. <laughs> like some what some, the, what some the, rappers sound like that. Yeah, Or like the, it's it's even like more nuanced than that. It's just like they say like the words weird. They just yeah. like say fuck in a weird tone. That's like. Oh, it doesn't sound like you say that very much. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or it's like, like they say it at like, in a, like not inappropriate as in like, bro, you should be cussing right now. But like something <laughs> very slightly inconvenient happens. They're like, fuck. And I'm like, all right, that was unnecessary. Yeah. That was <laughs> like, if you're going to say like, it, you, know, like a, like, you just have to say it in a monotone voice. You don't, you don't shout it. Yeah. You you went too hard. More at than that point. More more than just cussing. Like like uh, with everything she's saying, she's just yeah. she just seems like cool. She seems like she's thought about it a lot. Oh yeah, cool and collected, and like she's like these are the facts. Like shut up and listen. Yeah, dude. Even even the parts when she's like going hard, it is it is nothing but just suave 
the whole time. Yep. I love it. It's fucking sick. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, like I Jordan knew really like before the last, she was big. All right. The last twenty seconds. Seconds. What? I slipped into seconds. Australia. I don't fucking know. Uh, but like the, the UK, last, the UK vibe. Do you care vibes? I got into you, James. Do you care vibes? I got into you. Uh, they gone. You're right. You're right with it right now. Do you care vibes? I'll get in with you right now. It's a Tuesday, innit? And we got a water bottle right sitting right next to you. Eh? So I continue. Lizzie's in a box. Lizzie's in. Uh, <laughs> but like the last 20 seconds of Ain't the no James way. interlude, I like how it starts to shift the vibes with the like strings and the strings are also sick as fuck. Like yeah. unexpected yeah, yeah. on an R&B hip hop album. Love it. Um, and yeah, and then speed again, the strings at the end of speed. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Love it. time the interlude's really fucking cool talking about like welcome you know i'm surprised people like you normally aren't here like talking about what it's like to be famous and lauded and getting awards when you just want to be like you want to you want to speak your shit and then be at home chilling on the couch or whatever talking about like but it's it's framed in like this weird like alice in wonderland setting where you're like this ethereal tea time and it's like the extroverts like to be entertained almost like a like like severancey dystopian vibes where you're like the words you use are the ones i have but they're not this is there's something a little off-putting here you're using them strangely <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's really good and then the, the end of it's really good and then it fucking sets up rolling stone which is one of my favorite songs on the record love that shit i got you yeah i i really like them standing ovation um like yeah it's towards I the say, end of the song pro- probably about like a like maybe is it like 320 yeah that's about the middle of it where mm-hmm. like the beat kind of slows down and she's just like she just like keeps rapping and there's basically no percussion anymore yeah. and it kind of reminds me of uh of sorry not sorry um that new tyler song yeah i want to yeah, listen yeah. to that he, more dude he, he doesn't he doesn't cut the percussion or anything but it's just like it's just like he stays in the verse she and she also stays in the verse like longer than she usually would like longer huh. than the normal amount of <clears throat> like measures or bars or whatever and she just keeps like like in the same flow like saying stuff saying stuff saying stuff like like just nailing it home like nailing the message yeah. home of mm-hmm. of like a of what she's talking about. Came down to teach us. 
man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I should have spent more time like looking at the lyrics of uh, of, of the album because she, there is like a ton of substance here, but gosh, it was just so like it's... It's very dense. Unlike a lot of rap albums nowadays, it's just very dense. It's like an hour and five minutes of... of yeah, this album just, was a little bit longer than I had intended, but... Just, that, well, that, like, that, that's uh, I've heard just saying like, like good, cool, like well thought out shit. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I, I just... Uh, I, I got a lot of it on the surface level, but there's definitely so much. There's probably like three times the amount of information within it that I could continue to dwell on and understand. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's but. definitely one of those albums where you're like, I could listen to this. It's like a it's like a really good movie. You're like, I could, I could listen to or watch this eight times, and I'm still pulling apart more poignant information. Like, like shit that yeah. not only is cool, but like matters, you know? Um, yeah. Well, you smell weird. She smells like Axe deodorant, but like yeah. no one here wears Axe. Yeah, I was gonna Sorry. say in standing ovation, like the dun dun dun, and then like the yep. I don't know. Yeah, Very that was hard. Um, yeah, it's like uh, uh, what is it? What is it in? It's it's off RTJ four, but it's a song where they like RTJ. They cut everything. It's snow where they cut everything. And it's really good on the record. But like yep. when they did that shit in a live video that we all watched. I remember. Together, I knew. I knew you were going to say that. Insane. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. It, it was, was like, crazy. You know, cut the cut the production and all you need is the words or like whatever's being created. To drive cut it the home. cameras. Love that shit. Mm-hmm. Bro, Violet's sitting here. Oh, it's good, Buster. It's good. Um, yeah, no, that shit bangs. For sure. And yeah, so did y'all? Did you guys not like Rolling Stone? You seemed kind of shocked when I said it was my favorite song on the album. Um, uh, you go first. I forgot that it was like a honestly, like it was just not one of the ones that I saved, but <laughs> it, it kind of reminded me of. Uh, I think the only other one that I thought was kind of like it on the album was Speed. And I do like them, but <clears> like, I don't know. They, they just weren't my favorites. I think I said that earlier. I just gravitate to some of her more mellow stuff. Is yeah. That's my favorite stuff. I like that's not a that's not a unique personality. That's not a unique thing that I've said on any album. It's just like, like, uh, that's what I always say is like, yeah, I like the chiller stuff. Uh, I really like the beat halfway through in Rolling, St- Rolling Stone. I think the beat is amazing at the halfway mark, but like, it's just a lot of like, it again, it's, it's hit or miss sometimes for different artists. Like sometimes I like this, sometimes I don't, but she was just kind of going all in on like one very simple beat. And like every other song she's done so far has been like these really, really insane beats and like insane flow. And she, she was still going very fast and still like yeah. rapping her ass off, you know, but it was just like, it took a while to get into the song. I think by that I'm already a little bit disinterested. You know, like it's a lot. I've I've had numerous amounts of songs where I've liked them, and then I listen to the beginning part, and then you know skip the rest. But this is kind of like a I have to listen to the boring part first, in my opinion, to like get yeah. to the good part. Where like some songs, it's like not worth it for me. Right, and, and that's so, fair. But unfortunately, that's like, yeah, that's why I like this song so much is because. Every other one has been super complex with all the strings, the drums, the synths, the 808s. Everything's been like so layered and interesting. And then the start of Rolling Stone, it's got that little bit of thing. And then it's like, yo, I was in Sao Paulo 
eating palm hearts, like thinking about like, like taught, like immediately jumping into like, I'm in a foreign country eating foreign food, like balling it up. Like I am just fucking living <laughs> lavish right now. I want my girl by my side. I want my suits tailored by Gucci. Like talking about like studded APs and shit, like bust downs and everything. Fucking sick. And over that simple, just driving beat. I was in Sao Paulo eating palm heart and I couldn't believe my surroundings. Sure, I got the ends of me listening to Heady getting gassed in the mountains. No time for the first trap, nigga. I'm quenched. I drink from a different fountain. Hard food when I serve that. All these little fish get fried and yam get pounded. Mm, might be a brat for a bit. That's the that's that's like the most hype part on the album for me. It's where I'm just like, yeah, let's fucking let's get into it. All right, what are we fucking? You're spitting right now, and then that beat switch is disgusting. It is so filthy. I know, I know. Going into that second beat, the beat switch is really like, good. Uh, you can have opinions, just don't mislead the youth in your raps. Mommy handled business, Papa was a rolling stone. I'm a mix of both, there ain't no bitch in my bones. The beat, the, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. And then it gets a lot more interesting, but I really like the duality there, where it's been this very interesting, heavy album, and then it's just like, no, like... I'm also good at just fucking flexing my success over a simple driving backbeat, four bar backbeat on you. When is Lil Sims going to be on the XXL freshman list, bro? <laughs> <laughs> huh? But, but like, it, it's just flexing that like artistic style of like, yeah, like I'm good at all this other intricate shit, but don't yeah. get me wrong. I will still step with you on like the fucking like braggadocious easy riding beats you know like i'll still fuck, he I'll said still fuck it. you up in he every, said in every it. you know in every corner our podcast i'll fuck word. you up um so i i love it i thought it was badass i thought it was sick as fuck and then i like the the german inclusion it's kind problem german inclusion yes uh, but yeah no and then that beat switch is nasty like i love that and that second beat Root is nasty. Yeah. So the whole yeah, thing, no. the whole song, that's, and that's why it's one of my favorites on the album. It's it's kind of like, it's very different from everything before it, and it's it's just cool. It's a very cool song. Love it. Nick, did you have a favorite song? You said. Um, I think it was uh, what was it? I think it was just two worlds apart. Probably. I uh, I, I, didn't say you I did. One, I, I I did like uh protect <clears throat> protect my energy too. That was that good. was the only song that I. Yeah, that was the only song that I had saved for my first listen through, which is kind of weird oh, now that I look back on it. But uh, um, I was very groovy, how, very funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that's that's why I liked it so much. And it's it's pretty different from a lot of the. It others, is. But, it is. It's very different. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it so much. I was I was just like, oh, like this is kind of out of left field, like, and this is some type of shit that I like. She's in her little synthy groove. That's why I. I. Um, yeah. But that and. Uh, Two worlds apart are definitely my favorites. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, I from it got from into a lot. Huh? I, I was gonna say I, like, sorry, Jamie. Uh, uh, were you were you gonna say something on that one? I was just gonna talk about protect my energy, but if you wanted to to speak first, go I no 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 talk. No, no, you go because I'm gonna talk after that about the next couple things. Oh yeah, I, I was just gonna say like I just really like from protect my energy the uh, 
I got problems, but I'm not fucking weak. Shit happens to everyone. That doesn't make you a lesser person or like a weaker person. You know, You're diamonds damn are made right. by pressure. Type shit, dude. Hell Let's yes. Let's go. Hell yeah. Jamie on his little sim shit. Let's go. But I was gonna say like point and kill and like fear no man have like a more like I don't know how to explain it. It's like like. How do I explain it? It's like a more, um, I don't know. Like people are sitting around in a circle playing instruments. Like there's a lot more mm -hmm. drums. That, that That's what it is. There's a lot yeah. more. The, 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 the drums are very more, very much. Well, they feel, they feel much more like. The drums are integrated a lot. They, they feel like much more traditional yes. Afro influenced music. And I love it. Yes. It's like I have yes. started yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah, yeah, yeah. a little more like Nigerian pop. And it has a similar thing where it's like pop flavors with like. Yes. Um, not. It, I think it starts well, with game, that it's like the hand drums, like you know, like like bongos, Afro. but a real uh -huh. size like fucking drum. Starts with a K. Steel drums. No, that's that's calypso. That's the fucking. That's called calypso music, Jamie. It's called calypso <laughs> music. Also, one of my favorite kinds of music ever. <laughs> that's a different region of the earth. Anyway, uh, I actually, I actually do, I don't know the instrument that you're talking about. It's, well, it, I, I can visualize it, but I don't know the name that you're dude, talking about. There was, there was a guy who used to play in my church band named Bill Smith. Whitest dude I've ever met. Whitest name you've ever seen. Bill Smith. But he would. He, what a guy. Dude, he would fucking, he would rock that We shit. love you, Bill. He played the hell Bill out. Smith, he, get up there and share it. Like, like you hear old musicians talk about shit. And they're like, yeah, but like John Bonham. When we became rock stars, we were playing shows on stages in like Africa and shit. And we were just like, we we're just sitting on, we we're like standing on the ground playing music for people. And then they were like, yeah. And so I bought like four traditional drums and took it home. And like, you, you hear like global influences. This fucking dude was the embodiment of globally influenced music, but like specifically percussion. Dang. He never, he wasn't even a percussionist by trade. He just, voluntarily Damn. played in our church band and yeah he introduced me to Brother, like dude. a whole wide range of like african different drum styles and everything and it, it was crazy it's i like a, honestly he's one of those people who when you're a kid you're just like oh that's like whoever whatever but now as an adult i would talk to, i i would like dissect his brain for hours if i had the chance <laughs> but he's uh he's like yeah, th this really reminds me of a guy that i used to know um around like sophomore year of college who just collected strange instruments yeah and uh um he he had an omnicord and that's like um oh yeah 
you should look it up if you've never seen one before. But they're they're really strange and like I don't think they're that expensive. I think they're like just old enough and they made enough of them to where they're not super rare. But they're like I don't think they're manufactured anymore. I think you have to buy them like secondhand. But I know um uh like I think Claro like likes them a lot right now or she posted about one or something or like used one on her album and I was like I was like I know a guy with that weird ass instrument it's, <laughs> it's so funny like it's they're, they're just like they're really strange rudimentary like sequencers mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like I don't know they're just you should look them up they're they're goofy but they are cool yeah they I make mean, like, like video game music basically like yeah. 8-bit ass music pretty much well like like fucking I mean, this dude, I'm pretty sure it was him. Like, we went to his house one time. He hosted, like, a youth group dinner or whatever. And I'm pretty sure that was where I learned what, like, a fucking dulcimer was. And, like, not just percussion, but, like, just <laughs> all sorts of cultural instruments. And it, uh-huh. Like, just the kind of thing where, as a kid, like, I just really didn't take advantage of that wealth of, like, knowledge. But, yeah, it, he would play this style of drum that is, like, a typically a traditional, like, African African drum. Uh, but yeah, and, and that's why I love those songs a lot is they have, they very much have those influences where you're like, yo, this is like, this is tight as hell. Rose petal, mommy rose could be rose gold. I just demonstrate greatness they cannot show. And I would highly, there's a song that came up on uh, my Discover Weekly. Or, or something I, maybe it was a mix but it was it was someone who's a I looked him up they're apparently a big pop star in Nigeria and that song was sick as fuck and I cannot remember what the name of it was but yeah I've started to listen to like that type of shit and I'm like damn there's a whole lot of world I was gonna say you Akon, get past that... listening to like English vocals you know which I know I think, that's I like I think Akon is uh, scamming a different country Akon <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know that's like the most just stupid white person learns about the rest of the world having culture type shit to say, but like it's, there's, there's a lot of cool music around the earth that you don't need to know what the words are saying to like get the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, um, uh, like the members of Krung Ben talk about that, how their how their uh, influences come from so many different cultures of music, and how like uh, like the main uh, one of the main reasons uh, like the bass player and the guitar player um, even like started a band together is because they were both listening to like Vietnamese funk music at the same time. Oh yeah, and like she was like, "Wait, you like Vietnamese funk music?" And he was like. Yeah, it's really good. And she was like, I know it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> but no one else and, knows it's really good. She, what the fuck? Yeah, and I I think he was like basically like already a virtuosic guitar player and she learned to play the bass. And uh, oh, yeah. and then and he already knew their drummer and then they just made Krugman. So. See, that's what I need in my life. I need to fucking meet a virtuoso. And I'll be like, yo, I'll play rhythm guitar behind you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I can, I can, I can beat some drums. I can figure it out. Yeah, that's what I need in my life. Um, but yeah, no, the, and that shit's sick. I well, love that. Point to Kill is another of my favorites on the on the album. The beat of it's incredible. I love the like. I don't know if it's a chorus, refrain, or a sample or whatever it's called, but 
but like the dude's voice that's either a sample or like actually used for the album like like recorded for the album love it i got you incredible fantastic song We we love a sentimental outro. How did you get here? I guess it's not the complete outro because Misunderstood is the last song. Yeah, but but it ties in you know really I mean? well it's with the spirit of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, that's yeah. what I, I wrote down. I love the catharsis that's occurring. Just yeah. like this is all real yeah. shit. I just have to like get it off of my mind right now. Getting it off my damn chest. Get it off my mental, mate. That shit off your damn chest, buddy. That shit, and then like that was that this was is where, where this is where we say to Little Sims, talk your shit, Queen. Let your nuts hang. <laughs> let your nuts hang, boss. Yeah, no, nuts I, I not love that one. And, and <laughs> misunderstood. I, misunderstood might have been like my first listen through the whole time. I was just like blown away by what I was. I was like, damn, I don't, I don't know what to focus on. But then that one where it's like it's a simple enough beat where I was like, oh, this is like. This is going to be a dense album. To, to there's a lot of <laughs> when, especially when we start to yeah. get to the like singish, sing song rap ish part where she's like, "I just wanted to be like, hey, what up, sis? How's your day, sis? How you doing? Who you been dating? But like, I can't. I never should have mixed family and business." And I was like, "Oh, there's going to be like there's shit in this album to to look at." Uh, yeah, so I love both of those <laughs> two like outros. Uh, they're very good. Real as hell. Oh, they were fantastic. Very good. I think it's all in my notes, though. Yeah, me too. A lot, lot too. to cover. I could have probably, you know, gone on. I didn't write anything down, but if I sat down and took the time, I'm sure I would have had like triple the notes. So there's just there's a lot of shit here. You know, it's very good. It's very good. All around. yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her old album, Gray Area. Mm-hmm. She's got a song with Little Dragon on here, and a song with Michael Kiwanuka. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude! That's a that's a really what good I album. I highly recommend it. Cuba. Honestly, I recommend all of her albums, but that one's also really good. That's the one that like Venom is on. Michael Kiwanuka is really good. Yeah, dude, I, I've had a song saved by him forever that I cannot remember the name of, but I love it every time it comes on. <laughs> it might uh his older stuff sounds a little different than his newer stuff, but. A lot of people know it's like one of his first albums because um, he had a big song that was on a commercial, but I forget what it was. But did he do? Yeah. You, you might know a song off of Home Again. Did he do an album where he did like traditional, like One More Night songs? Cold Little Heart. Oof. I don't um, know. I'll have to. I'll have to look later. My service is kind of fucking up right now. Um. Yeah, no, I, I recommend Gray Area. It's a very good album as well. Okay. Hell yeah. So I guess we can we can we can pop Hell off with yeah. our with our ratings, and then Nick will announce next week's episode. Uh, Jordan, what are you gonna give? Sometimes I might be introvert by Little Sims. I'll give this album a solid seven. 
Nice. Pog. I gotta stop saying pog. No one says pog anymore. Dude, yeah. you're saying it ironically. So Eat okay. shit. Eat fucking shit. It's true. I I could I don't think I've ever tuned into a Twitch stream ever in my life. Um actually I did for previous uh podcast just uh, podcast guest Jesse uh, one time. Okay. <laughs> I've tuned into Tim the Tab Man probably seven or eight times when I ran out of other YouTube videos. He would show up as like the recommended YouTube live and I'm like, fuck it, I'll watch it. You guys don't watch live streams <laughs> ever? No. Not not my speed. Not really. It's like mostly live streams that I feel like I watch. That's how, I feel like that's yeah. how God, our our friend and yeah, because you brought Joe, I think, to the... No, that was a different guy. That was Zach. Gonzo's been on here. Yeah, he brought Sampho. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, at least for a while, he he would consume a lot of live stream content. It's just not for me. It, it's too long. It's too long and kind of... I don't know. You can literally stop whenever, though. <laughs> exactly. And I stop after, like, 15 minutes, and then I'm like, I could have just watched, like, a real engineering So if I watch content, I watch. I watch engineering YouTube videos. I watch Smart Every Day, Real Life Lore, uh, Real Engineering. Jordan, your network is your net worth, all right? Practical Engineer. Uh, Windover Productions, been hitting that shit hard. Anytime Mustard uploads, I love aviation. I, I love planes. So anytime he does an interesting... Mustard on the beat? Uh, I'm like, <laughs> dude, I am... Mustard on the beat. Like... After all of the April trips happen, I'll probably subscribe to like Brilliant, that, like where it's just educational science and engineering videos, basically. Yeah, I love it. That's my bread and butter right now. Geography, why, interesting geography things. Why after April? Video. Just because, like, if I buy it, I'm just not gonna have time Driving to is watch free. anything. About subscribing is free. No, to brilliant.org, you pay basically like $3 a year, and then... Oh, I thought I thought they meant like subscribe on YouTube. No, it's like a separate platform, where like you don't have to watch like the ads and like, you know... It's strictly like those 50... Bro, that's $3 you can invest today. Be worth $30 million in 60 years, buddy, okay? You're right, you're right, my bad. Think about that. Yeah, think about you that. You don't get it. Oh, you can't buy a Wake house? up, sheeple. Make your own coffee. <laughs> buy a house. Easy. Step one, step two, bitch. was yesterday, all right? Yeah. People who buy coffee stay poor, okay, buddy? <laughs> I love saying that out loud. Think broke, stay rich, all right? <laughs> Yo, bro, bro facts. It's always the people saying that shit that are the brokest people you know. Hey, facts, brev. Trust me, I just bought no, a six-course plan. I can't focus 700 on you. I'm bucks. Focusing, I'm focusing on myself. I'm hustling. I'm getting my bag. What bag? God. I don't know what about bag? you guys, but I would take brunch with Jay-Z, all right? Over 500K. <laughs> Easy brunch with Jay-Z, all right? Jamie would take 1K over brunch with Peach Pit, bro, all right? Uh, yeah, I would. I remember that conversation. Now. I have debt to pay. Like, yes. Bro, money... Money's a mindset, Jamie. Okay, <laughs> it's not exactly accurate. Meeting, I meeting mean, your, well, okay. meeting your thing. celeb it, music crush. You never forget. It is a mindset, but 
and it's a, and it's a very I'm rigged joking. game, but it's the one we have to play because we've been born into sure, uh, existence is pain. You know, this guy Loki spitting facts right Jamie now. Said, Society. <laughs> Born to so die. when I say poop, world sock. is a fuck, dude. Why? I <laughs> what just want to fucking. When it's warm, I just wanna. I just wanna sit with my friends on a patio and drink a beer. And you fuckers invented credit scores. Credit scores and insurance deductibles, bro. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Sitting on a porch drinking beer sounds like the worst thing ever to me. Dude. but that's just we, that's just we just we just, we just live different lives though George we have your, a friend who also loves patio beers and anytime it's like slightly warm on a saturday they're like yo anyone want a patio beer later i'm like me and vic were like yes absolutely cancel everything <laughs> else today we are going to a patio restaurant getting an appetizer and drinking Oh, I thought you meant like just on your like porch or something. I'll do that too. Ideally, you know, with other people and friends and stuff. But, you know, sometimes you just hit the patio uh, beer solo. by yourself. Um, Not my shades to cover up my eyes. I don't know. I love it, dude. Yeah. Um, Jamie, what's your rating? Me? 10. This album's a 10. <laughs> there you go. It's fantastic. Okay. I'm going... Uh, All the way down. I think I'm going... I'm going eight. Flat eight, interesting. Nice, nice, nice. That brings an average, uh, the average to eight point three three. It puts it at ninth. It is tied for ninth. Uh, it is tied with, with Viagra Boys. College Dropout by Kanye, Blonde by Frank Ocean, oh, Cave okay. World Deluxe by Viagra Boys, and sometime, and this song. So, Let's go. Uh, it is just below Decide by Joe, and it is just above 21 wow. by Adele. So that's... We so could have had it. Decide is that high? You, dude, Decide? Every time Rolling comes in. on, like Very randomly, cool. any song from that, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this fucks good uh so what are we what are we going to be doing next week Nate? um next week we're going to be doing uh i thought about a bunch of different stuff um it's coming friday i'm going to see father john misty again the male lana del rey albums yes the male lana del rey yes i will i will admit i am a sucker for the male lana del rey um but uh yeah um but uh, we're not going to do him. Okay. Um, I also thought about an early Jason Isbell album, but didn't want to do that to you, Jordan. Um, oh, I'm here so for we're going to do... <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Which one? So Which what one we're going to do, do is... Uh, uh, I was going to do uh, Here We Rest. Oh, that would have been um, an interesting one. Uh, yeah. I love Here We Rest. But um, what we're going to do... I was kind of like flip-flopping between two different albums and they're they're pretty different, but what we're going to do is Somersault by Beach Fossils. So Okay. Oh. I'm interested to see what you guys think. Um if you're not familiar with any of their discography, I would suggest just listening to like two songs, just two random songs. If you get an interlude, maybe pick a third song, but uh <laughs> off their <laughs> album before Somersault because it's like it's just very at least to me 
like it's very sonically different and i'm curious what you guys think too like uh the it's almost like their second one is like garage indie rock. It's called Clash the Truth, and it's just like very hectic, very chaotic. And I really like it a lot. But this, but Somersault is more like the two newest singles that they've put out. It's more polished, more. How do you like spell dancey, Somersault? Uh, S O M E R S A U L T. I thought it was a double A. Um, I, I thought it was a U, bruh. There's a there's a AU. S A U. But it's not S U M E R. Wait, so it's S O M E R. S O M E R S A U L T. S O M E R S A U L T? Yeah. Dude, it's still not coming up. Is that how like Okay, I found it. That's how like unresponsive to that genre I am. It's just like you're not looking for this. Here's four other things that yeah. could be close to <laughs> yeah. no, Spotify's just giving you the wrong thing. You listen to this one, brother. I'll tell you what. This <laughs> yeah. ain't for you. And I would, suggest, I, I would suggest if you have any sort of like slightly higher fidelity stuff or if you just want to jam to it in your car or crank it up loud in your headphones, It's I like to listen to it loud, even though a lot of it is relatively mellow. You can really hear a lot more of the layers if you crank that shit up. But, you know I'm a loud music yeah, guy. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I, I keep talking about him, but uh, I'll save I'll save all this other stuff for the podcast next. Or here we rest. We might have to do that. Okay, okay. Odin, Daisy May, we've met. Tour of Duty, Heart on a String. I love it, dude. Spiders. Alabama Pines. Alabama Pines. That 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 I should make that. you that that should make your world man cry. Come on. That <laughs> we've met. Oh my god. Um, um, nice. Well, we'll, we'll music. get into the, the beach fossils tomorrow or next week. New music. Next episode. Yeah. New music. No, uh, no, no, no. Because we're taking. Uh, yeah. So this episode comes out. This episode will be out on the seventeenth, and then we will be taking off the following week. Well, we'll be we'll be late the following. week Probably the 25th or the 26th, either Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever I can edit it. Because uh, I got some vacation time. So we're going to be recording, listener, on that Monday, probably. And then, so probably the 25th or 26th, hopefully, the episode with Beach Fossils will be out. And then we'll be taking off again. We'll be fully taking off the week of May 1st. There will not be an episode that week. Nick will be coming out to Colorado and uh, you know, schedules. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's just a, a forewarning now. I'll, I'll post more shit on the socials. Twitter, List Up Podcast. Instagram and TikTok, Listen Up Pod. Uh, Why well, just Instagram for that? Because I don't think TikTok has stories. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, there will be an episode. The 25th or the 26th will be Nick's pick. And then the one after that uh, will be the week of... Then May 8th sometime will be the one after that. So I forgot to make an announcement at the start of the show. Maybe I'll maybe I'll dub that in and put it in, but probably not. So you get to hear it now. So rewarded for those who uh, listen to the whole episode. Um, <laughs> and yeah, recent listings. Um, I hit the rest of her discog because it has been a while since we've uh, we, we recorded Melodrama. Like I think the 22nd of March. 
was when my audio files were from. So it's been a while. Um, and then since then, I've been listening to a lot of shit, but mostly I've gotten really heavily into the DJ on Spotify, like the AI DJ. I love that shit. That is my go-to music listening thing, which is annoying because like I like the quality of Apple Music. I I hate that Apple Music doesn't have a like copycat feature because I love that shit. And are we probably fucked from a, the proliferation of AI without any safeguards or real like protections against it? Yes, absolutely. Is it worth it for the Spotify DJ? Yes, absolutely. Other results may vary. Apparently, it's been fucking up Zach a lot. <laughs> Apparently, this has been dog shit. It's been very fun. I've loved the experience of it. It's fantastic. Yeah, mine's not like super great either. Really? I don't think. Mine, it might help that like. Because I feel like both you and like Zach, anything. you're not. Yeah, you and Zach, you're not like siloed as in like, I only like this thing. But you guys very heavily are like 90% of what I consume are this specific thing. So yeah. Yeah. the reasons I like it is because like 70% it's like shit that I know and I'm comfortable listening to. But then it does like test my boundaries on other shit. And so I enjoy that like stuff that I don't normally listen to. So I like that part for the most part. So yeah, probably why I like it is a detraction for you. Yeah, that shit rocks for me. I love it. Uh, new St. Paul single dropped. Can't wait for that album. Gonna be so good. Um, new Lana album still hits. New Miley still hits. Uh, but that's that's probably pretty much it. Just a lot of the... Honestly, a lot of the DJ. I like that shit. I feel you. Yeah, it has been a while since we recorded, but... Uh, new album by Fish Plate. New single by Jess Williamson. I mean, this guy named Eddie Eddie Chacon that I like a lot. Um, had an album produced by a guy named John Carroll Kirby that just makes some cool shit, like a like synthy keyboardy driven stuff. Um, what else? Sam Blasucci, one half of Mapache. He has a new song about a uh, drag culture and. Uh, Dressing up in drag and going to a um, roller rink. Pretty good. It's called Sha La La. New Beach Fossil single. Incredible. Dare Me. Jason Isbell single. K Trinata and Amine. That song's great. K Tramine. Yep. Blonde Chill. Great new female led rock album. Um, but yeah, outside of that, uh, I think the last thing I finally got around to listening to. Um, the album Magnolia Electric Company by Songs Ohio. And uh, Jason Isbell was right in a tweet that I read where he said it was uh, sad as hell and that whenever it came out, basically everyone he knew in his scene of music was just driving around in their band vans, just being quiet, listening to it. Bro, what, what's uh, it called? I listened to it while I was working one day and I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta stop listening to this. It's kind of, it's kind of hurting. But uh, <laughs> what'd you say it was called? It is, uh, it is good. It's uh, the song, uh, the the album is called Magnolia Electric Co. and uh, um, or Magnolia Electric Company, and then it's by Songs Colon Ohio. It's um, 
It's the project of a guy named Jason Molina, who was like... Oh, I've, I've heard of his name. I've heard for, his name before. Yeah, but I'm not sure if he was a founder or one of the first people on Secretly Canadian, but he's like a, he's kind of like a legacy member of them. He's like a lesser-known uh, um, Elliot Smith, kind of. But um, uh-huh. like a more country influence. But best songs from the album are Just Be Simple, The Old Black Hen... And hold on, Magnolia. Of course, hold on, Magnolia is a beautiful song. Bro, I feel like this should. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I gotta run that shit. It's gonna make me cry. I'm yeah. here for it. I run yeah. that shit. It's yeah. Jordan, don't listen to it. You'll hate it. But Jamie, it might uh, it might open up your soul in a way you're not expecting. So. Dude, I'm ready. I love it. <laughs> yep. Well, it's been it's I've been, been listening to some slow late. Lee as well. Okay. Um, so got into my favorite rapper of recent in a w- long time, BLP Kosher, South Florida's hottest Jewish rapper. This is insane, bro. <laughs> the fact that you talk about this so like straight faced and legitimately like it's it's I crazy. To- like his he he has an album called BLP Kosher and the Magic Dreidel. And it's like, is it, bit, like is it, is his it bars like a, are like. I was going to say, is it like a young gravy, like BB no money, like kind of joke, but also like real rap or is it just full? Not at bit? all. Not at all. Not at all, dude. This is, this is, this is real rap. This ain't, this ain't no young gravy TikTok <laughs> songs. All right. Uh-huh. This ain't no. Put my mama in the spaghetti and then uh, <laughs> I don't even know, dude. I I don't listen to that shit. Okay, <laughs> it's it's dude, basically young. there's a song that Cole Bennett did. Mm-hmm. So basically, Babytron, you guys know I've talked about him. They he did a song with Babytron because mm-hmm. they're both known for their one liners, and so the whole chorus is them going back and forth, back and forth, and the and the music video is them playing tennis, kind of like. They're going, they're like trading one liners. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing music video. It was all <laughs> recorded, mixed, and the music video was shot in, in a week. And like Cole, like, flew out, be able and you can tell he's like a very new artist because like I watched it behind the scenes too. And you could just tell he's like not uncomfortable, but like, I mean, honestly, probably, probably uncomfortable, but not, not because he's like intimidated because it's like, it's all so new. He's like, what do I do? Like around like this high of production stuff. Right. And so I've been listening to songs like foot fetish, Jew on a canoe, um, iguanas is really good. And then Mazeltron is the one with baby Tron in it. And so mm-hmm. like he, uh, he has a lot of like Jewish one liners. If you could, if like, I, I, I don't know how to explain that other than like, He's like, I put an op kebab on a skewer or something like that. And then he's like, he's a, he said something about like not fucking with Kanye because um, of all the stuff that he's said. He like, yeah. like people wanted to make, people wanted him to make a diss on Kanye after everything he said about, about him just being anti-Semitic. And then he, he like didn't, but um, Jim, how are you going to feel when it comes out that he's not Jewish? He is very Jewish. <laughs> if you, if you, if you look at his discography, I if he's playing a game like that is that is commitment to the to the game. Dude. <laughs> also, you you need to just see what this guy looks like. Also, he's oh, like no, I'm looking at it right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's a that that's one of the reasons I was saying like it's just like you're just like talking about this guy like he's just like 
like a new rapper on the scene and he just looks like an internet character like he he doesn't look like a real person no he doesn't but, i'm pretty sure no actually i'm not even gonna say, I'll, I'll i mean say he's, he's but he, on he has just like some how long has he been around uh, no, it, that that know your meme thing is. I think it was from about what, like January twenty third, if I can remember. What 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 date is it? I don't know. It's him in front of a bunch of wine bottles. I honestly don't know. Um, uh. but it's like the best music I've heard in a while. Like the one liners. Like he has this one that's like. Bitch real J's move in silence like marijuana on like like a like a take on the bitch real G's move in silence like lasagna. It's bitch real J's move in silence like marijuana. Like that's not that 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 lines in iguana. Like, dude, it is just it is some of like the best music I've heard in a while. Like just straight up. But yeah, other than that, pretty much Oh, and the knack too. I've been listening to that too. That's another song by him. Other than that, oh, I also started listening to that new little Yachty single, Strike. I'm glad you guys are finally oh. getting into Yachty. It's only taken, you know, seven years for me to convince you guys. Hey, but. hey, I was on the Yachty train after he did the Tame Impala remix. All right, I wouldn't say okay. That I really got into the Yachty <laughs> still train. too long. Like still album. too long. Still too. I mean, I could, I could tell and it was Poland. a psych rock. Yeah, it there. was, it was catered to a certain audience that I think would <laughs> like, would like that kind of album. But his other stuff is also very, very good. Um, but also, Cole Bennett also did the music video for that this week after not uploading for like months. Loki, like he's had put out like five videos in like the last like or seven videos in like the last five months, which is like not a lot. He put out like three in a week, and I was like, yo, finally, let's go. Content, but yeah. Other than that, that's that's pretty much it. I've been I've been kind of fixated on that one new rapper, so my boy Kosher. So that's it for me. Beautiful, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bitch, real J's moving silent. Like just defeated. <laughs> yeah. Me? Yeah, you seemed a little a little defeated and shaken by Jordan's uh, not commitment to the bit, but genuine love of BLP. I do love it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Go off. Yeah, go go off, King. Own. But uh, also, it is. It is. I am dumbfounded. <laughs> but yes, I am bewildered. Uh, but anyway, on that note, we just wanted to say thanks for listening this week and uh, watching. If you did, remember to tune in next week for uh, "Somersault" by Beach Fossils. Uh, and it won't be next week. It'll be whatever I said earlier, uh, the week of whatever, um, the 24th, I think. But yeah, so, so tune in then for that episode, uh, until now, check out the socials. We're on, uh, Twitter at list up podcast and Instagram and TikTok, both at listen up pod, those accounts, as well as our personal handles and the merch link and all of the links to the various playlists that we've made for the show throughout the show's existence. Uh, they're all going to be at, those uh, accounts in the link tree in the bio and then also in the description of wherever you found this episode finally if you enjoyed this episode if you could leave a rating or review on your respective platform that'd be fantastic youtube like subscribe uh notification bell all all the the normal shit and uh other than that for now we'll catch you next week and remember to listen up <laughs>